a good word. Praise the Lord. That's an excellent word this morning. Well, hey, we're so honored that you're here today, and we're just going to uh, take just a moment to just pour into your life, and I'm believing the Lord's just going to pick some people up. Amen. He's going to pick some sinking folks up. You ever had a sinking spell? I, a lot of, I hear older folks sometimes say, I had a sinking spell. We're going to talk about that today because I think all of us at, from time to time has a sinking spell. But uh, even the Lord is going to pick us up today. What a great day. We're starting something new. Uh, we're trying it today. And that is, uh, of course, as I'm talking, Francisca is uh, interpreting in Spanish. And, uh, but starting today, the Spanish part of the service is going to be recorded. And so if this all works out good, uh, it will also go on the website. And so the message will be on the website in English and in Spanish. And so uh, we just want to continue, amen, just to continue to, to be able to reach out and uh, continue to call in the nations. Amen. Turn in your Bibles this morning to the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 14 and verse number 22. We're going to read this story, very familiar story, and I've preached on it a number of times. But I just want to just point out some things that just was been on, on my heart uh, this week. And uh, the Lord just dropped this little uh, nugget, this little title in my spirit uh, this, this week. And uh, I just begin to think on it and just think about all the things in life uh, that people are sinking in. And all the things. Sometimes you just feel so, and I'm going to tell you what that word means and you'll understand it more. But um, God wants to pick you up today. I'm telling you, what you were sinking in when you walked in the door, I'm believing the Lord you're going to be walking on when we finish today. Can I get a big amen? amen? So Matthew chapter number 14, let's begin reading in verse number 22. And we're going to read down through number 33. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side. While he sent away the multitudes. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up to a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with, contra tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship... He walked on the water. Everybody say, he walked. He walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? When they were coming to the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, Of a truth thou art the Son of God. I want to talk to you for a few minutes this morning on 
I sank in it, but now I'm walking on it. I sank in it, but now I'm walking on it. You see, Jesus gave them a very specific command. Listen, when Jesus tells you to do something, you need to listen to the details. You need to read the fine print. Jesus told the disciples, get in the boat and go before me to the other side. Now, did Jesus say, go to the middle and sink? No. But why is it when we get in the middle of something and things get in trouble, we think this is it, it's over. Listen, we need to listen to the word Jesus said. Go to, he knew they were going. He said, I'm coming to the other side with you. I'll meet you there. I'm telling you, you're going to be okay. You're going to make it. But when everything is fine and the wind's calm and the sun's shining, everything's good, was no problem. But when things begin to get a little contrary, does life ever get contrary? Does your husband ever get contrary? Does your wife ever get contrary? (laughs) How about your children? Do they ever get contrary? How about your boss? Your employees? How about your mother-in-law? Well, let me ask you a question. How many of you ever get contrary? Oh, come on now. We like to point fingers at other people, but we all get a little contrary, amen, from time to time. And we always like to stir up a little something. And so here they are, they're in the boat and they're on their way, and Jesus goes to pray. Now, I have a better picture of this than I ever have in my life because I've been there. When me and Amy got to go to Israel and you helped us, you sent us to Israel and there we got to go and we got in a little boat and we went on the Sea of, uh, of Galilee. Now, I always thought it was, a, when we talk about the Sea of Galilee, I'm thinking, of, oh, I'm thinking of the Gulf of Mexico. But I come to find out that they, they called everything, any body of water was a sea. It's just a little lake. And you can see the whole thing. And here, I mean, up when we went up on all the hills, you can look down and you can see from side to side. Amen. When Jesus went to pray, amen, we were right there in that area. They were going over to Capernaum. Amen. Jesus went up to the mountains to the pray and he was looking down. He was watching them. He saw that little boat tossing and turning. And amen, you see, uh, out of the mountains, the way the, the Sea of Galilee is, and coming down, right down through the mountains, it's in a valley. And one day, it was, we stayed right on the Sea of Galilee. And I'd get up early and take pictures of the sunrise coming up over the Goliad Heights. And it was just beautiful. And it was just like glass. But when we got ready to take our little boat ride, the wind had kicked up and it was white capping. The, the, the waves could get four or five feet. Now, today in our boats, that wouldn't really be a big deal. But they were just in a little fishing boat. And had the disciples there, and that was, it was getting pretty bad. And here Jesus had not left them alone from his vantage point for where he was praying. Amen. He knew what was going on, but he didn't come at 10 o'clock. He didn't come at midnight. He waited till 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm telling you, amen, in the darkest of times, amen, Jesus will come walking, amen, right on the very thing, amen, that is contrary in your life, amen, the thing that you think is going to see. Thank you. Jesus will show up in it and say, it is I. But listen, don't, listen things are going to get contrary. 
thing, the winds of life are going to blow. Trouble's going to come. We just need to know that Jesus has declared that we're going over. I'm not going under. I'm going through it. I'm not going to fail in the middle of it. I'm telling you, no matter what you're in, know that with Jesus, all things are possible. That he's watching over you. Amen. He's praying for you. You're not going to fail when things are contrary. So here comes Jesus walking on the water. And I'm telling you, 3 o'clock in the morning, when you've been up all night, amen, and the boat's rocking and rolling, amen, and they look out and they see it, and they say, it's a ghost. Oh, my goodness, it's a ghost. <laughs> here, because, listen, folks just don't normally walk on water. Huh? I don't know about you, but if I was out there fishing at night on Lake Palestine, and all of a sudden I looked up and I saw somebody come walking across the water, I might get a little scared too. And they were looking out there and they were going, who in the world? And they said, oh, it's a ghost. And Jesus cried out and said, don't be afraid. It's I. It's me. Amen. What you're worried about, what's contrary in your life. I've heard Brother Johnny say it over and over and over. What's over your head is under his feet. Amen. That wind, those waves, those things that are tossing you. Amen. Jesus just walks across it with no problem. He is in control. And he said, never fear. Don't be afraid. It is I. And Peter steps up with faith. Now, Peter... I love Peter. I can identify with Peter. He was always getting in trouble, sticking his foot in his mouth. I mean, he just, he, you know, he, won, he had one, one minute of great faith. And, hey, and then he's over here, you know, complaining and griping and trying to cut folks' ears off and fussing and cussing. Oh, but just as Amy said, when he got filled with the Holy Ghost, it was him that stood up and preached and thousands got saved. Amen. It was him who walked down the street and his shadow healed people. I'm telling you, because when you've had an experience with Jesus, it'll change your life. And Peter said, Lord, if it's really you, bid me come. And Jesus said, come on. What are you waiting for? Hey, I mean, Jesus is looking out to you today, and he's crying out to you, and he's saying, come. I mean, so many people are looking, and they're looking for a sign, and they're looking for this, and they're like, well, if this will happen, if this will happen. And Jesus is just saying, come on, come to me. Here I am. I'm walking with you. I mean, if I'm with you, what can be against you? And Peter said, Lord, if it's you, bid me come. And Jesus said, come on. And Peter climbed out of the boat, and Peter walked on the water to Jesus. He walked on the water. That's a miracle. Jesus did it, and Peter did it. Something happened. Things changed. All of a sudden, Peter's focus. See, Peter was focusing on Jesus. Lord, is that you? It's me. Come to me. Peter's got his eyes. He's coming out. Here he is. He's going. He sees Jesus. Oh, man, this is great. This is awesome. And all of a sudden, the Bible says Peter begins to see the wind, see the waves, see the circumstances. He begins to hear the voices behind him of the other disciples. You can't do that. That's impossible. What do you think? You're, who do you think you are? You better come back, Peter. 
You're going to fail. He's looking at circumstances. He's thinking, oh my goodness, there could be sharks in here. <laughs> what, what, there could be something to, to bite me and swallow me up. And All of a sudden he feels that wind blowing, knocking him off kelter. And even the waves and all of a sudden water splashes up on And all of a sudden he takes his focus off of Jesus. And the Bible says beginning to sink. My question this morning is what are you sinking in? Is it fear? Have you looked at your circumstances and your trials? Have you looked at things? Have you, are you listening to what the enemy is saying? And all of a sudden fear has gripped your heart and paralyzed your walk of faith? Anxiety? Stopping you in your tracks? Maybe it's marriage problems. Maybe it's issues at home with your husband, with your wife. Maybe it's children. Maybe it's your finances. Maybe things are not good the way they need to be. Maybe there's bills piled up and there's less money and more debt. and You feel sinking. What does it mean? What's the word sink mean? It means to be overwhelmed. What are you being overwhelmed with today? What all of a sudden just takes your focus? You see, when our focus is on Jesus, we're fine. Because we know that He is with me. He is for me. That He has got this all under control. Jesus is there. Jesus is not sinking. He is standing firm. He has His hand outstretched. And Peter's walking. He's doing it. He's doing what others say can't be done. And he's doing what the impossible and he's walking. But all of a sudden his focus changes. And no longer is he looking to the source of his strength. But he begins to look at his problems. He's overwhelmed with the impossibility of what he's doing. Fear sets in. What are you overwhelmed with today? Maybe it's sin. As I was sitting at my desk this morning and I was writing this out and all of a sudden I just began to sing this song. I was sinking deep in sin Far from the peaceful shore Very deeply stained within Sinking to rise no more But the Master of the sea heard my despairing cry and from the waters lifted me now safe am I can you sing it with me love lifted me love lifted me when nothing else could help love lifted me Love lifted me, love lifted me, when nothing else could help, love lifted.
Sometimes we're sinking in despair. We're sinking in sin. We're sinking in habits and addictions. And the, the hold of the world is so tied upon us. And it's choking the life out of us. And our minds are overwhelmed with fear and discouragement and depression. And all of a sudden we, 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 we can't see Jesus anymore. All I see is I'm sinking. And all of a sudden now fear, I'm going to drown. I'm going to die. Right here it's going to be over. overwhelmed by other people's opinions all of a sudden he doesn't hear Jesus anymore saying come on Peter you can do it he hears the others saying hey you can't do that what are you doing and the Bible says beginning to sink beginning to to sink. How deep are you? See, I, I don't know exactly how deep Peter got before he cried out. But the Bible just simply says, beginning to sink. What was he ankle deep? Or knee deep? Or waist deep? Or did, did he bob a couple of times? I don't know. The Bible just says beginning. Now, I just know me, if I'm walking, and I'm walking on water, and all of a sudden I get about ankle deep, I think I'm going to start calling then. I don't want to wait till I'm choking and gasping for breath. Amen? But that's what we do. Let me try everything else first. I think I can handle this. I think, you know what? So, so what? I can't walk. I can swim. I mean, Peter's a fisherman. He's been on the water all of his life. I'm sure he can swim. He's probably, maybe he can say, well, I can just swim back to the boat. Listen, don't, don't try to swim back. If God's called you to walk, walk. If God's called, amen, you to do a miracle, do a miracle. Amen, don't be satisfied with what everybody can do. Amen, God's called you to do something supernatural. He's called you to be above and not beneath. Amen, He's called you to step out on the waters and do what they say can't be done. Jesus said, come, and Peter walked on the water. And then he had a sinking spell. He had a moment where he got his eyes off Jesus and something took took his focus and he began to sink but that's not the story that's not what we want to focus on but here everybody we talk about Peter walking on the water and everybody goes oh yeah he sank that's not the focus of this story that's not the focus of your life yes Peter had a sinking moment he had a sinking spell but immediately beginning to sink he cried out Lord save me and Jesus stood there and he watched him and said well you shouldn't have took your eyes off of me I think I'll just let you bob there a little while and teach you a lesson Listen, that's not the kind of God we serve. That's not the kind of God that loves me. Hey, but that's not as a father what I would do to one of my children. Hey, but when they reach out and say, Father, help me, I'm there to help them. Hey, but I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to ask them, well, what were you thinking? 
Oh, come on. Jesus, the Bible says immediately Peter cried and said, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus reached out his hand and he picked him up. And once he got him up, and once they were standing firm on the water, then he asked him. He looked at him and said, why did you have a burst of faith? He said, you a little faith. And I'm going to tell you, he wasn't belittling Peter's faith. It takes a lot of faith to walk on the water. He was saying, why did you have a burst of faith? But then you doubted. The word doubt there means to waver mentally. The Bible said, don't let any man think he's going to get anything from God if he's double-minded. You can't have faith and doubt at the same time. You can't come up for prayer and say, Pastor, pray for me. I don't think the Lord will do anything, but pray for me anyway. All you're going to get is a little grease on your head. We'll put a little oil and we'll pray and that'll be it. Because if you don't believe, amen, you've got to believe. He that believes shall receive. Jesus said, Peter, why did you waver mentally? You heard me. You asked me, is it you? I said, yes. You said, if it's you, come. I said, come. And you walked on the water. Why did you let your mind talk you out of it? Why did you waver mentally? Why did you doubt what you were doing? Why did you allow the enemy to come and steal your faith? And the whole time they're having this conversation, what are they doing? Walking on the water. And they walked back to the boat. Yes, Peter had a sinking moment. We all have sinking moments. But don't define your life by your sinking spells. Well, you know, since my heart attack, I just hadn't been. Well, you know, since I had cancer. Well, you know, since my divorce. Well, you know, since my bankruptcy. Well, you know, since I got fired. Well, you know, we, we look back, we go back to a bad situation and we define our life by our sinking spell. Listen, I'm not defining my life by a failure. I'm defining my life by a miracle. I'm defining my life. I got out of the boat. I walked on the water. I did what all of you other folks in the boat didn't do. Get back in the boat. I can hear him. <laughs> you sank. Shut up. You didn't even get out of the boat. People, listen, people are just in the boat waiting for you to sink. So they can say, I told you so. And then they try to define your life. They're constantly going to point. That's how the devil does. The devil wants to go always go back to your failure. You need to always go back to the cross. Always go back to the moment you were born again. Always go back to the moment you were forgiven. I'm telling you, when the devil says you sank, say, yeah, but I cried out to Jesus and he picked me up and we walked on the water together. I'm not a sinker. I'm a walker. Don't define your life by your failures. Don't let anything 
Don't let people, their opinions, their thoughts. Listen, God, define your life by what he says about you. He says you are his child. You're the apple of his eye. His thoughts toward you are numerous every day. He said, I've gone to prepare a place for you that where I am, you may be also. I'm telling you, we're walking through this world and sometimes it's going to get contrary. Sometimes it's going to get crazy. And there's times that we our focus is lost and we do have sinking spells. But you know what? Cry out to Jesus. What did Peter say? Now you need, you, you need a real eloquent, dignified, powerful prayer when you're having a sinking spell. <laughs> he said, Lord, save me. That's it. I mean, you don't have, well, Pastor, I don't know how to pray. I don't know. Help me. Help me. Lord, help me. Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, save me. Listen, it don't take, it's not, it's not the words. It's the cry of your heart when you're sinking in despair, when you're sinking in sin, when you're sinking in addiction, when you're sinking in depression, whatever you're sinking in today. Amen. Don't wait till it's over your head. Immediately when you begin to sink, amen, lift your eyes, lift your hands and say, Lord, save me. And I'm here to tell you this morning, Jesus will immediately reach down his hand. He can reach into the darkest valley, into the darkest night. He can reach into the darkest depression. He can reach down to the very lowest addiction. He can reach down anywhere you're at and he can save you. Deliver you, set you free, set you back on top of what everybody else is sinking in. Just because everybody is sinking around you doesn't mean you have to. You can walk on what others are sinking in. Cry out today. Lord, save me. Can you say that? Lord, save me. Oh, can, can, can you just, could you just imagine yourself for a moment? You're standing there on that water. The wind is blowing. The waves are splashing against you. And all of a sudden you feel yourself sinking. What are you going to do? Well, you know, there's just a bunch of hypocrites in the church. So I think I'll just sink. Huh? Somebody hurt my feelings, so I think I'll just sink. There's nothing. People are imperfect, but God's perfect. His love for you is perfect. Don't let anything or anybody keep you from crying out to the Lord. He will save you. He will heal you. He will deliver you. He will put your feet on solid foundation even if it's on water. And you can walk. So what did Peter do? He walked on the water. He walked to Jesus. And he walked back to the boat. That's the story of my life. Huh? I was born 
And I walked with Jesus. And then I went to heaven. Oh, but pastor, how about all those times you failed? What are you talking about? I don't remember. Because I confessed all my sins and he forgave me. Every time I sin, I say, Lord, forgive me. He forgives me. He don't remember them. Every time I had a sinking spell, I cried out to Jesus and he picked me back up. And we're still walking. I'm still walking. So stop pointing to other people's sinking spells out and worry about your own walk. Oh, that's good advice right there. Huh? Because listen, you, you get your focus off Jesus to point out somebody else's sinking spell and you're going to sink. If we all have our eyes on Jesus, ain't nobody paying attention to nobody else. Oh, but can I tell you, brothers and sisters, if we are walking together, here's, here's my question. Every single one of them should have been out of the boat walking to Jesus. They were all of his disciples. Why didn't they all get out? I, I'm telling you, if, if I saw Elias get out of the boat and start walking on the water, I'd be like, hey, if he can do it, I can do it. Huh? They should have all been out there walking on the water. Instead, they'll do like us. I, I'm going to wait and I'm going to wait and see what happens to him. And then they go, yeah, see, I knew it. I knew it. I knew he'd sink. I'm sure glad I didn't try that. And guess what? They didn't get their name and their story in the Bible. Except just to say they're still sitting in the boat. Huh? Yeah. Listen, let's get out of the boat. Let's walk by faith. And then, if we're walking together, hand in hand, if we're both walking together to Jesus, and all of a sudden, I, I sense that he's having a sinking spell, why don't I just reach over and pick him up and say, come on, come on, get your eyes back on Jesus. Come on, we can do it. We can do it. Jesus has got his hand out to us. Huh? But no, here's, here's how we are. We, we're walking together. All of a sudden, we kind of have a little sinking spell. And then we'd be like, woo <laughs> Huh? Yeah. We'd be climbing all over folks trying to save ourselves. We got to cry out to Jesus. Lord, save me. What are you sinking in today? Is there something? Do you feel the water's coming up to your ankles? Maybe you're about knee deep in it. Maybe today you're drowning. And you need to say, Lord, save me. If you'll cry out to him today, he'll answer. Heavenly Father, today I thank you so much for your love. I thank you so much for your power. I thank you so much for your grace. Lord, I thank you that if Peter can do it, I can do it. I can walk on things that are contrary. I can walk through life. I can endure criticism. I can endure hardship. I can endure persecution. Lord, I can keep my head up. I can keep my focus on you. But I pray today when my focus is distracted, when I let my mind mentally waver, when doubt slips in, 
when fear slips in, when sin slips in, and I begin to sink. Help me immediately. Don't let me wait till I'm completely overwhelmed. Don't let me wait till it seems hopeless. Let me immediately cry out, Lord, save me. But Lord, today, no matter what stage we're in, even if there's one that has drowned and the life is no longer in them, I thank you today you can raise them back to life again. You can breathe a breath of life into them. You can get them walking again. So I pray, Father, today for each person in this building, whatever they're sinking in, let them cry out with faith, Lord, save me. And I ask you to reach out your hand and pick them up. Let them walk back to the boat, back to safety, back to your kingdom, back to your house, back to relationship and fellowship with you. Thank you for your love. You're here today and you say, Pastor, I'm having a sinking spell. I need Jesus to reach out and take my hand, pick me up. I need healing. I need deliverance. I need mercy. I need grace. I need salvation. I sank in it, but I want to walk on it. And by faith today, I declare I will. Pray for me. His heads are bowed and eyes are closed all over this building. You're here and you say, Pastor, I'm having a sinking spell. I need Jesus to save me. Would you slip your hand up right where you're at? Yes, all over the building. Put them back down. This morning, I'm going to ask it. We're going to all just stand. We're going to sing. I'm going to ask everyone. If you raised your hand or didn't, you say, Pastor, I just need to call on Jesus. I want you to come into this altar. We're going to pray together. And then they're going to sing, and I'm going to go get ready. And we're going to get baptized these today. And then we're going to go back and have, a, have our lunch. And yeah, while, while we're getting baptized, we're getting ready to be baptized, the ushers are going to uh, go ahead and pass our offering. And this offering will go to Gage and Nicole to help them go to Nicaragua. And uh, instead of taking donations back there for the food, we can just give here. You can stay and eat. Great. Uh, start out with two tacos, two soft tacos, and then come back for more as after everyone eats. There's nachos and there's all kind of stuff. Fellowship together. But just we want to bless them today. But I want to pray over you. I want us to get back on top of the water. I want you to walk out of here on top of what you were sinking in when you came in. So let's stand to our feet. Amen. Everyone, if you raised your hand or didn't, let's just come. Gather around this altar. Let's pray together. You worship together. Me out upon the water, the great unknown, where feet may fail.
pray together. We're all Peters. We're standing. For some reason or another, we've had a little sinking spell. And we need to cry out for help. So would you pray with me? Say, Dear Jesus, I'm sinking. Lord, save me. Jesus, today I make you the Lord of my life. Jesus, forgive me of all of my sins. Come into my heart. Be my Lord, my Savior, my friend. Today, I choose to follow you. My past is forgiven. My future is in heaven. Now, Jesus, help me walk. Help me walk above the troubles of life. Fear, sin, sickness and disease, debt and poverty, habits and addiction, sin. Lord, save me. And the Bible says, immediately. Everybody just reach your hand out. Immediately, Jesus took his hand and he raised him up. Somebody say, thank you. I was sinking, but now I'm walking. Father, I just declare today that you take our hand and you lead us and you walk with us and you keep us from failure, keep us from sin, keep us from sinking in life's problems. Keep our focus on you, our attention on you. We don't listen to others. We don't listen to the world. We don't listen to the naysayers. We don't listen to the devil, but we listen to you. We follow you. We walk with you. You will lead us safe where you want us to go. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. I was sinking, but he saved me. I was drowning, but he lifted me out of the water. And I'm walking today. Somebody say a big amen. Give Jesus a big hand clap.